Welcome to October. Welcome to the only post-game show that starts while the game is still going on. Welcome to a little bottomlinebets.com presents post-game and Damon. And the only thing we have to figure out is what the final score is going to be. The 49ers at the two-minute warning are knocking on the doorstep of the Arizona Cardinals, enjoying a 28-16 lead here. Kyle Juszczyk just tried to leap over the line of scrimmage in the offensive line to get get in he uh came up a little bit short but the 49ers do not appear today to be coming up short of the game plan there was a very simple mission at stake for the 49ers today it was real simple make sure you wake up tomorrow 4-0 be undefeated when this day finished and it looks like the 49ers will indeed be just that and with fingers crossed by the way and hope that this game ends without any major injury I believe we are looking at an afternoon where there is no real major injury to speak of again knock on a little wood wherever you can because this thing isn't over yet and anyone could get hurt on any play like that's how football works but man it was an afternoon of near perfection. Again, for the 49ers, Kyle's system, violent offensive football, and a defensive afternoon that took care of business more often than it didn't. I believe the 49ers have run a play here on the goal line, and there it is. This means touchdown where I am from. And Brock Purdy with a QB sneak is uh is in for the touchdown meaning that uh, they didn't give it to Christian McCaffrey to just rub one right out in the middle of the Arizona Cardinals forehead four touchdown afternoon is what Christian McCaffrey is going to have to settle for today he was even in on the play a little bit of a uh, a, a a what a a sneak he was a he, he was a decoy <laughs> 34 to 16 point after touchdown still needs to be uh kicked here by moody but this looks like an afternoon where the 49ers had mission accomplished pretty much all the way across the board again welcome it is really good to have you here we are going to get into all the particulars once it all goes final because hey we're not going to start telling you what stats are before it's all said and done but i can tell you this this was an afternoon where the San Francisco 49ers nearly averaged seven and a half yards per play. Right up until those two knocking on the doorstep plays, it was essentially an afternoon where the 49ers were looking at almost eight yards per play this afternoon. They were incredibly crisp offensively. Christian McCaffrey, there's no more hiding this guy in plain sight around the NFL. He is going to be among the lead stories in every single show that is about football on Monday morning. There is no doubt about that. McCaffrey, a little bit of a secret that I've been sharing with you for a long time. I remember when we were in the middle of training camp and you had a whole bunch of people wanting to spend time talking about Christian McCaffrey's incomplete passes or interceptions thrown in, uh, in, 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 a, in a training camp practice on a Wednesday afternoon. Again, I tried to turn your attention to things that were actually going to matter when the season started. One of them being that Christian McCaffrey is the single best player the 49ers have had since Jerry Rice, and that does include Terrell Owens. The guy's incredible. 
He's absolutely incredible. I don't think there's anybody better than him in this league. Not even a, who's a better running back than Christian McCaffrey? Who is a hands down better player? You're comfortable saying he is that much better at what he does than the next guy. I mean, the difference between McCaffrey and the next running back, it might not be as wide of a gap between Patrick Mahomes and everyone else, but he is closing it by the game, by the week, by the touchdown, by the multiple touchdown game, by yet another game where he is, uh, you know, in the end zone with 100 yards from scrimmage now. This is four weeks in a row, which is uh, just spectacular. 13 straight games with a touchdown now. That passes Jerry Rice's team record in a four-touchdown day. Wow. Christian McCaffrey, very, very good. Again, welcome to the Bottom Line Bets post-game show here with Damon Bruce. And I'll tell you, my man Stefan is on another heater today. A perfect 4-0 in just the 49er game alone. I believe he had the overall spread. I know that he had the Arizona point total, the 49er single team point total. Uh, he had the Chargers earlier today. If you have not found out for yourself why my man Stefan is becoming one of the most feared handicappers in all of Las Vegas. That's on you. I mean, are, are, do, do you like to make a play? Do you like to make a play on a Sunday or a Saturday or any day of the week there's a sporting event? Because chances are my man Stefan is telling you where to make that right choice. Daily, weekly, and monthly, and now for a very special time, a season package available to you if you are interested in making money watching sports. BottomlineBets.com. My man Stefan just isn't playing around this year. Find out for yourself. So the question was, would this be a little bit of a trap game? Would the 49ers catch themselves looking past the Arizona Cardinals to the Dallas Cowboys? Well, thanks to an Arizona Cardinal team that beat the Dallas Cowboys last week, I think it put the 49ers right back on the mission at hand by just taking care of business one step at a time. And the minute you start letting down, the minute you start letting down against any opponent in this league, you are in trouble. And you saw that at the end of the first half. And I'm not saying that the 49ers necessarily let down as much as Josh Dobbs just kept coming. And look, it's going to be a 16-point afternoon for the Arizona Cardinals, unless they do something miraculous here in their last two minutes of the game just for window dressing on the, the totality of this afternoon. But give the Arizona Cardinals credit. Like, you had, you had Gannon calling... A play very, very early on that could have really tipped this game into the 49ers' favor when he went for it on fourth and seven. It was picked up. Uh, then he had the fake punt, which led to uh, another score. I mean, not that the Arizona Cardinals had much to whip out and throw on the table, but what they had, they did whip it out and throw it on the table today. Like, I, I respect the Arizona Cardinals and what they've done and what they've been so far this year when everyone wanted to just declare them dead on arrival. This is a better than dead on arrival football team. A lot better. And Josh Dobbs is not bad, man. He really, he's not bad at all. 
So look, let's uh, hop into the chat a little bit before we even get going with the official final today. It is a minute 55 left, 35-16 lead for the 49ers. Uh, you know, here come the Cardinals. They're marching. They're not done. They're staying frisky. True blue forever. Oh, what a day. What a lovely day. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. Pretty good. Joe Blow says, hey, Damon, I think we can officially start this postgame show. Look, we started at the two-minute warning. How much more aggressive would you like me to actually get? Uh, so here we are. It is good to have you, our little meeting. Oh, we got my man McBride, who's got to be very excited that his 49ers are playing so well. He's making his plan out here uh, for the Tampa Bay game. Tampa Bay, I believe, won today. But bang, bang, Niner gang, my man McBride in the house early today. Damon, are you happy Walt Bell got fired? Go Niners. Yeah, I don't think it really, James, is going to be the difference between Indiana having a big year in the Rose Bowl or not. But I am wearing an Indiana. This is It's basketball season. My USC t-shirt hasn't arrived in the mail yet, so I'm still rocking Indiana basketball. Good Lord, I don't want to talk about it today. Uh, Purdy for 30. Did you notice that too, Ike? 30 Brock. He does it again. Over 30 points. Christian McCaffrey. Again, he's the skeleton key that unlocks everything. There is a little bit of all you want to have happen in a 49er game happen for the 49ers today. Their defensive line without getting you a gaudy sack number really played well this afternoon. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw were absolutely everywhere all over this field all afternoon. They were really, really good. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, especially on the, in the first half, when it looked like Arizona was just having trouble getting its feet underneath it. Uh, man, they were fantastic. But this was, a, uh, this was an impressive afternoon with one drive that you can say, well, the Niners might have let it get away from them right there. The final drive of the first half for the Arizona Cardinals where they scored the touchdown to make this a, they're out of this game to, hey, what do you know? The 49ers have left the, the door open just a scotch, just a crack. And then San Francisco allows a second half 99-yard touchdown drive. And I even tweeted out at that time, like the Arizona Cardinals have formally accepted the 49ers opportunity opportunity to hang around this football game and you just don't want teams hanging around football games you really really don't um but then honestly what I thought might have been the biggest play of the game for the 49ers right after the Cardinals scored that touchdown and then didn't get the two-point conversion even though the 49ers only had 10 men on the field for goodness sakes right after that it's 21 to 16 right it's 21 16. So if Arizona's going to get back in this game, they're going to do it with a defensive stop here, get the ball back, and then maybe flip this afternoon on its head a little bit. Well, that didn't happen. The biggest play of the game happened right after that failed two-point conversion. It was first down for the 49ers, and Purdy hit Ayuk for 34 right after the Cardinals cut into the lead. But, man, I just thought that that was a huge play. It let the 49ers just know as an offense, like, yeah, yeah, we're not packing up and going home here. What you think might happen in this game, I'm going to get conservative. I'm going to sit on the ball. I'm going to choke on this lead a little bit, which Kyle's done once or twice in his career. So, you know, that didn't happen. And that to me is a really good sign. 
Kyle believes in his quarterback, and why wouldn't he? Again, if the Niners were to get another touch offensively here, these numbers could change, but let's just pretty much look at them as the uh, end numbers in the box score that we're going to see. What do we got? 16 seconds left. Yeah, the Niners are not going to be getting the ball back here. Brock Purdy, 20 of 21 for 283 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. It's a tough day for training camp interception salesmen, wouldn't you say? It's a tough day out there. Brock Purdy, 20 of 21. Is that going to get the job done for you? You know, this, this team, I saw one of the graphics in this game today was that the 49ers have more points scored since the as, since the beginning of last year and have a greater margin of points scored and points allowed than anybody in football. I mean, this outfit knows what it's doing. I mean, it, it, literally, when you can talk about all the boxes to tick, right? What do you want your franchise to do? What do you want your head coach to do? What do you want this coaching staff to do? What do you want this team to do? This team has ticked every single box except the one marked Lombardi trophy. That's it. I think that's a pretty good problem to have. Your football team has done everything a football team can do except win a Lombardi trophy. Like, that's a pretty good starting point, don't you think? So a very good afternoon for the 49ers. Are we ticking out here? Oh, that ball went right through Zero's hands right there. And uh, that could have been a touchdown to make Josh Dobbs fantasy owners a little bit happier today. But it will not happen. Seven seconds remaining. 35-16. Uh, what did the four? Yeah, the 49ers got the ball back. That was fourth down. Brock is going to kneel on it once. And that, folks, is all she wrote. Uh, 35-16, that is your final, a 14th consecutive regular season win for Kyle Shanahan's 49ers, and that is one regular season win away from the franchise record of 15 wins in a row. Okay, so here come the Dallas Cowboys. You want a heavyweight fight early on in a football season? You got one next week. 49ers and Cowboys. Woo. Okay. That's going to be fun. It's going to be awfully fun. I mean, we could start doing pregame for that. We could just skip today's postgame if you want, but let's just bask in a win while we can. I, I think we should, after all. It seems like the right thing to do. But it's official now, which means I want to re-welcome everyone. If you're just joining us here, postgame and Damon is alive once again on YouTube. 49ers are 4-0. This is the Bottom Line Bets postgame show brought to you by BottomLineBets.com. Go ahead and find out for your yourself while my man Stefan is just on fire with daily, weekly, and monthly subscriptions available. Now is the time to hop on a red hot handicapping train. Now. Do it now. Sign up tonight. Get his plays for Sunday night. If he's made them and they're out there, uh, get his plays. That's all I'm going to tell you. Guy's on fire. Another day where he handicapped this game perfectly. All the bets that he made in this Niner game hit this afternoon. And the 49ers, they took a little hit from the Cardinals when the Arizona Cardinals said, hey, we're here to play today. We're going to go for it on fourth and seven early in the game. We're going to run a fake punt this afternoon. We're going to give Josh Dobbs every single 
opportunity to make a play, maybe with his feet to beat you. The read option got going a little later in this game than it was going earlier in this game. Um, but whatever the Arizona Cardinals had, it wasn't enough to withstand maybe the most talented roster in all of football. San Francisco 49ers looked really, really good. Really good today. We got Albert checking in saying, uh, Damon, looks like the 49ers minus 14 wasn't so bad after all. I totally thought that Arizona would cover. And for a minute there, they were playing like a team that was about to cover. But man, it is really, really, really something else. That this team, every single time you look up, is playing a but for a series but for a play, but for maybe one, two plays in a row, an almost kind of perfect football game. I mean, the Niners are in their bag, man. They are. They're in their bag. They know who they are. They know what they want to do. They got the skill to execute what they want to execute. That's just a team that is brimming with confidence. Confidence from the coaching staff, the players, the confidence in a coach, an offense, and a quarterback who officially runs this coach's offense today. Again, what is what is what's Kyle Shanahan even going to say to Brock Purdy? Like, here's the thing you need to get better. Brock Purdy today was 20 of 21. 20 of 21. At one point in this game, what did he, what he ended his streak? What was he, 13 of 13? 13 of 13 before he gets sacked for the one and only time that set up a third and long, and his first incomplete of the day led to the first punt of the day for the 49ers. But he started the first half 10 of 10. 20 straight completions. If he went back to his last game, he then went 11 for 11 to start the second half, 12 for 12 on a 25-yard game to Ayuk, 13 for 13 on a first down, just check down that went for 11 yards to Christian McCaffrey, and then he would come up with his first interception of the day. By the way, we have another game that is going final in victory formation. A rough afternoon for Bill Belichick. A 35-point loss is the largest in his 29-year coaching career as a head coach. That even takes him back to Cleveland. That's New York. Uh, well, I guess he never really was New York Jets, Bill Belichick, but you know what I mean. Um Okay, Dallas Cowboys with a loud win over New England. We got ourselves a hell of a game between the 49ers and Cowboys next week. Woo! <laughs> oh, that's going to be good. Rich saying Niners all day. Irwin. Oh, you did, Irwin. I got crushed by McCaffrey in my fantasy league today. Yeah, if you went up against Christian McCaffrey today, you probably you lost. Paul Coffey saying, look, man, Josh Dobbs is legit. I thought the same thing. I got to tell you, I really thought Arizona in defeat earned some respect today. Obviously, a win over the Dallas Cowboys is going to earn you some respect. What do you do the next week against the 49ers? You know, you don't come out and play that near perfect game again. The Niners aren't going to really let you do that. And it was a day where the, the the Dallas Cowboys had some serious offensive line problems as well. Obviously, they fixed those a little bit against the Patriots. But... I, I I think Arizona's halfway decent. I mean, I like Connor. I like their weapons. I thought that uh, I, I thought that uh, Marquise Brown and Michael Wilson, Michael Wilson had a really good day. 
Michael Wilson had a great game for the Cardinals this afternoon. But it is all said and done. The Niners are a perfect 4-0. They're 2-0 at home. They won their first two games of the year on the road. They've come home for a three-game homestand, which again, Dallas Cowboys Sunday night football next week. Brock Purdy, 20-21, 283 yards and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey finishes with 20 carries on the afternoon, 106 yards, three rushing touchdowns to go along with seven catches on eight targets for 71 yards and a touchdown receiving for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, We got uh, six carries between Jordan Mason and Debo Samuel, each cut evenly. Uh, Each had three carries. Use check with a couple of carries today. Uh, And Sam Darnold, by the way, came in for victory formation. If you had the how many snaps for Sam Darnold today, half a snap over under. Oh, you're over hit, baby. Brandon Ayuk. Welcome back to the lineup, Brandon Ayuk. I told you who this team's best wide receiver is. It is Brandon Ayuk. Six catches and 148 yards. No receptions for Debo Samuel today. We saw him a little running with the ball, but he was not even targeted. Debo this afternoon was used mostly as a decoy. Uh, six catches, 146, excuse me, 148 yards for Brandon Ayuk. Ray Ray McLeod had two catches for 22. Jordan Mason with a catch for 13. Only one catch for George Kittle, only one catch for Willie Sneed. Ronnie Bell had a catch. check had a catch. Uh, 20 receptions sprinkled amongst one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players, but one, two, three, four, five of those players only have one catch. So uh, it was it was a day where all Brock Purdy had to do was make the right choice because Kyle kept presenting open targets. Find the open man, throw him the football. Might not be this big, dramatic downfield play, but it's the right play to make, and you can't go broke taking a profit in this offense. Staying ahead of the chains, staying ahead of schedule, just makes the Niners a real bear to deal with. And when they got a lead to sit on, they know how to do it. And today, look at some of the final numbers. Um, Look, Arizona's offense deserves some credit. They racked up 362 yards. Uh, The 49ers had 395 yards, but 362 yards on a day where they didn't score a lot means that they were still moving the ball, and Josh Dobbs gets some credit for that. Their uh, wide receivers get some credit for that. 5.4 yards per play against the 49ers' defense is what the Cardinals got today. But when it was all said and done, you saw that on third down, it was just three for five, only five. Five third downs faced by a 49ers offense, which was just ahead of the chains all day. You know, first and second down were taking care of third down all by themselves. And that makes things a whole lot easier just moving the ball, possessing down the field. What is the time of possession on this one? I bet it's not that dramatic. No, as a matter of fact, not dramatic at all. Arizona had the ball for a couple more ticks, 29-14 and 30-46 for the uh, for the Cardinals. This was a turnover-free football game. So both coaches will be happy to have seen that. Uh, 105 rushing yards for the Cardinals, 124 rushing yards for the, uh, for the 49ers. Penalties, nine penalties for 55 yards for the Cardinals, only four penalties, 21 yards in penalties all day for the 49ers. Again, who are just chugging, 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 chugging. How many first downs? How many first downs today for the 49ers? 
They had 17 passing first downs and 20 rushing first down, 27 first downs. The 49ers are going to win a lot of football games in which they have 27 first downs. Good God, that's a big number. That's a big number. Fun day of offensive football. Really, again, from the Arizona Cardinals in, 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 a, in a weird way, they had a good game too. Their, their game plan allowed them to do what they did. You know, this is a team that is built to not go very far. They're going a little bit further in the car that they were been given to drive. I mean, it's a day where even the biggest complainers about the 49ers are going to have very little to complain about. I mean, what what what's really, you know, what what, what are you going what are you going to take to your anger bank today? Here's what here's what I didn't like. I wrote down three things that I didn't like in this game that the 49ers did. I didn't like the third down play before the 49ers completed that fourth down pass to George Kittle for his one and only catch of the day, but I didn't like the call on third down before they picked up fourth down. I didn't like kicking the ball uh, out of bounds on special teams because no one in the history has ever enjoyed liking that happening and giving the you know, other team a short field. Uh, Arizona's first field goal of the day came when they started with the ball at the 40-yard line. I don't know if their first field goal of the day comes if they had been put in a bad position. Uh, I thought Ray-Ray McLeod bringing the ball out of the end zone for the second-half kickoff was a bad choice. Obviously, having 10 men on the field for a two-point conversion can't be cloaked in glory even when you prevent the other team from executing the two-point conversion. So there you go. I mean, like, my, my complaint is on an untimed down, two obvious don't need to be a special teams coach to pick those bones on special team and one play call on third down that I didn't like until Kyle said, don't worry, we're going for it on fourth down here too. And then that made me not like the third down play call. You know, it didn't matter that I didn't like it because they converted on fourth down. So I, what are you going to complain about? What is there to complain about after this game? Team's undefeated. They're playing great. Nobody's hurt. They're 4-0. Cowboys coming to town. Brock Purdy. Well, you know, is he a dink and dunk quarterback? Well, don't let me tell you. He just dinked and dunked his way to 20 at 21. So who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, come on. The guy can play. The guy is born to execute this offense. I mean, and Kyle knew it. Kyle knew it. That's why he said, you know what? It doesn't matter what I can craft out of Trey Lance for all the draft picks I gave up for the opportunity to craft something out of him. Look at what I got. Look at what I got. I got a guy who does everything I want him to do. Think I'm going to go with that guy. Think I'm going to go with the guy who continues to execute the game plan perfectly. How about that for a concept? It's working. It's working. Let me tell you what's also working. 49ers Wake Up. I hope you join me and Larry Kruger. We simulcast 49ers Wake Up on both our channels. Brought to you by Palmetto Superfoods. Acai bowls to your health. To your yoga pants wealth. 
of of uh, it's it's a target rich environment. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. But 49ers wake up 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yours truly, Larry Kruger, simulcast on both of our channels. I hope you plan on joining me. I will be hopping over into Larry Kruger's post game show once I wrap up the bottom line bets post game show right here on Damon Bruce Plus Bottom Line Bets, the hottest handicapping service in Las Vegas. Again, I'm sick and tired of telling you about it. It's time for you to go ahead, click, find out for yourself. Sign up for a day. Sign up for a week. Sign up for a month. Find out for yourself. I know you're betting out there. I don't care who you're betting with or how you're betting. There's no way your betting has been as hot as Stefan has been since week one of this NFL season. The man has just been on fire. Find out for yourself at bottomlinebets.com. Indiana Jim with our first jingle jangle of the afternoon. It goes right in the ganja jar. Thank you very much, Indiana Jim. Brock Purdy is good, and there's not a thing anyone can say about it. Haters can shut up or see the door. Look, and 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 it would also be wrong to start talking about how he is the perfect quarterback. He is infallible. He's never going to make a mistake. He's never going to have a, a bad game. But, folks, when you can, can give a reasonable showing week in, week out of consistent performance, you got something. You got something in this league when you can be consistent because this is the hardest league, I think, in the world to be consistent in. Look, the Miami Dolphins go from we're hanging 70 a week ago to getting embarrassed today up in Buffalo. You can go from we embarrass someone to we got embarrassed in a week in this league. That's how it goes. As much as the 49ers were in control of this game and the Cardinals, even though they made it a little closer than anyone wanted to see at some point in time in this game, even though it got a little closer, this is a game where two, three plays go a different way or two and Arizona fucking wins this game. That's how narrow of a margin it is. So to be consistent, to win consistently, you're asking, well, how come the 49ers didn't give Jim Harbaugh a contract extension before he won his Super Bowl, but Kyle Shanahan now gets two of them? It's because Kyle Shanahan is producing the most consistent output you're going to find in football offensively and defensively. Defensively, the 49ers are a spectacular football team. Good God. Now, Ambry Thomas made a really good play on Hollywood Brown today, and then he came on back and he got burned by Michael Wilson. And, you know, that that was, you know, bad Ambry Thomas. Bad, bad. Oh, Ambry Thomas, bad for ball. Look, I mean, Ambry Thomas got beat. You get beat in this league. Did he let up? Did he let go? Did he take his eye? Was he unfocused? No, he got beat by a really good first step from Michael Wilson. And in one of the only moments of the day where Mark Sanchez actually contributed an element of, let me help you understand the game a little bit, he, he actually said Brock Purdy was a good point guard twice in the opening drive 
It's his talking point on Brock Purdy. Good point guard, Mark Sanchez. But Mark Sanchez did have something interesting to say. On the Hollywood Brown route, he said, Brown cut that to the inside, and that is not going to help a quarterback. You want to throw that to the outside, and that is exactly what Michael Wilson did. Michael Wilson took his route to the outside down the sideline, and Dobbs hit him. Next thing you know, hey, Arizona's scoring you know, and, 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 and making this more of a game at halftime than it was supposed to be. Is that bad, Ambry Thomas? I mean, I, I, I'm not enough of a defensive backs coach to tell you that that was a bad Ambry Thomas or a great play by a, a wide receiver who had a really good day today. It was, at the time it happened, the single longest play allowed by this 49ers defense all year. I mean, that's not bad. When you're sitting in week four and... A 33-yard reception is the biggest play you've given up the entire season. That's not bad. Now, the Cardinals would go on to have a 41-yard pass play from Dobbs to Hollywood Brown that became then the longest play that the 49ers had given up this season. And that happened on the 99-yard touchdown drive, which is the longest touchdown drive of 99 yards the 49ers have given up since like the 2002 football season. It had been a really long time. But look, division opponents that are familiar with you and the Cardinals always, for one reason or another, give the 49ers more than the 49ers want. We see it over and over again, year in, year out. They even mentioned it today. Kyle Shanahan, look at the winning record. He's got just about against everybody. He's got a losing record to the Cardinals. I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to explain. Why do the Arizona Cardinals play the 49ers so well all the time? I don't know. But even in defeat, they played him well again today. They really did. Anyway, thanks for the jingle jangle. Indiana Jim, appreciate that. Offensive line, says Irwin. Offensive line. Earn their postgame, uh, their paychecks today, as well as a steak dinner from Christian McCaffrey. I th- they earned they earned timepieces from Christian McCaffrey the way that Christian McCaffrey's off to this year. They're not getting steaks, they're getting Rolexes. Christian McCaffrey is your front runner for offensive. MVP, if not straight up MVP. He's your offensive player of the year at worst. He's your MVP at best. He's been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Albert says, hey, Damon, you know what? Uh, you should just start your postgame show when the 49ers hit 30 points. <laughs> not bad. True blue forever. Dude, McCaffrey is a video game, and you saw him have a B button play in this one. McCaffrey with a video game touchdown to cap that nine play, 75 yard drive for the offensive second touchdown of the game in his many drives. It was an 18 yard run where he just leaps right over Keytrell Clark. Just leaps right over him. Kittrell Clark, he gets up. Did you say, you got to see this replay. I hope that you get to catch it a little bit later on. Maybe you tape the game. It's almost worth going back to see. McCaffrey leaps over him, and Kittrell Clark gets up like this. Like, what the fuck was that? What, What am I supposed to do with that? How am I supposed to tackle that guy? He just jumped over me, for goodness sakes. He gets up. He's got the shrug emoji going on. He's like, what? What was that? So, not bad, baby. Not bad. Christian McCaffrey, a four-touchdown afternoon. 
Stacy Leo. Bang, bang. Yeah, the Niner gang is pretty happy today. Chef A, she's happy. She's got chef and heart happy faces and football emojis. I mean, that says an awful lot right there. Christian McCaffrey, nearly 50-50 fantasy points. Had a gaudy afternoon. I guess another way to say it would be Matthew right here. We in this bitch. (laughs) There's no doubt the 49ers are in any kind of conversation of football teams with aspirations that you might want to have. They are in that conversation for sure. How about that Khalil Mack six sacks? Did Mack have six sacks today? Did he really? Because I kind of turned that game off or stopped paying attention to it when I saw it was so lopsided. Khalil Mack didn't have six sacks today. Hold on, hold on. I got to look this up. I got to look this up. Nothing is better than a guy looking at the internet on a radio show, but this isn't radio, so I guess I don't have to play by the rules anymore. Uh, Okay, what do we got here? Uh, Aiden O'Connell. He got roughed up a little, huh? Getting that start for Jimmy. I'll say this. It was a rough day for the Raiders, but at least they went with Aiden O'Connell instead of going to to Hoyer, for goodness sakes. Holy shit, Khalil Mack had six sacks. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Six-sack day for Khalil Mack. Not bit not bad. Five total touchdowns from Stanford players. Leslie, yeah, absolutely. You want to go ahead and and uh and and count Michael Wilson? You you got five Stanford touchdowns just south of Palo Alto. Um a lot of talk about clueless radio suits. Yeah, yeah. Wait and you see the combined. Uh, audience that Larry Kruger and I have tomorrow morning. Uh, it'll be more than both stations combined. Welcome to the revolution, folks. It's being staged on YouTube. Rich Alexander saying, man, Josh Dobbs doesn't have any fantasy owners. Dude, you you could do a lot worse than having Josh Dobbs in fantasy. He's pretty good, man. He's not bad. Not bad so far. Oh, we got a request from Albert. Maximum. Yeah, you know, you, you go ahead and and and, and, and you, you earned one of those today. Absolutely earned one of those today. Arizona almost got that backdoor cover. Yeah, I mean, if Lane Kiffin were in this game, he'd be out there what kicking field goals. In my opinion, felt like they use CMC a little bit too much, but I get it. Look, his his touches are at an almost unsustainable rate, but how um, can you blame can you blame a coach for not saying like give it back to that guy? Give it back to that guy. I, I think we're, I think we're going to run another play for that guy. We as fans, we uh, in the media, critics all around, we always say stop overcomplicating games, right? 
Stop overcomplicating something. When it's working, do it again. If it worked again, do it again. If it worked again, do it again and then again. And then if it works again and again, maybe do something else just to throw the, you know, bloodhound off the scent a little bit, but then you come back to it. Like double down on what's working and eliminate what isn't working. That's what basically sports has become. In the world of maximizing everything and playing averages and percentages, you want to double down on what's working and eliminate what isn't. So it's hard to look at what Kyle Shanahan looks at on his play sheet. And he's like, well, I got another one here for McCaffrey. I think I'm going to use that. I mean, it's still technically a game. They could come back and beat us if, if we don't take them seriously. So we're going to, we're going to be taking things seriously. El Camilo Dorado says, uh, Kyle Shanahan should be fired. Someone who doesn't need any more free publicity. Look, it's not me that is embarrassing, Grant. It's the NFL that is telling you everything you need to know. Again, it's a it's a really hard day to be in the Brock Purdy isn't good enough to be an NFL quarterback sales business, isn't it? It's a, it's a tough day today. Again, the good news. The good news, and I understand that his subscriber count and views dwarf mine, but the good news for him is that I now have a page, so he has somewhere to go to learn about football. Since he clearly doesn't understand what he's seeing. And again, that's not, that's not me dunking on anyone. That's the NFL. That's football reality dunking. I'm not dunking. Smash that like button for a little maximum football. Yeah. Thank you, Big Mac. We want Dallas. You know what? Oy, oy, oy! You get in Dallas next week. I mean, let's put away the 12-ounce gloves and break out the 8-ounce gloves, and let's just all beat each other to freaking death. Sound good? Sound good. Let's do that. It's going to be a monster football game, right? It's going to be a monster football game. That was fun, says Wally Lama. It was fun. 30 points. The other team hasn't cracked 20 yet. Uh, 49ers got something special to the start of this season. Vince Vargas, a little post-game and Damon. Thank you very much. It's good to be back, man. Oh, did you notice this uh, as well here? Hold on. Hold on. What do we got? What do we got right here? Uh, yeah, Paul. Paul says, hey, Brock Purdy had a 134.6 QB rating. I, is, is that perfect? Is that officially perfect, that QB rating? Can we live with that? Can we, can we live with a 20 of 21 for 283 yards and a touchdown, zero interceptions, sacked once performance. I can live with that. Well, what else could he do? Well, he could have a rushing touchdown and, oh, what do you know? He had one of those too. QB sneaked it. QB sneaked it. Pretty average 13 and a half yards per passing play today. 
It's pretty good. NorCal Refrigeration. Ted Vance, or what, what uh, Vance Refrigeration in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, anyways, uh, still need a right tackle in a corner. Nah, look, McKivitz had a decent day today. He, the one sack that, you know, the one the one sack that was given up was by McKivitz. He got beat on a little spin move to the inside. Um, but he has not played really poorly. And the far as you, where are you going to find a cornerback? Your team is on the field. Is guys what I'm trying to tell you, NorCal. Your team is on the field, and the team that's on the field is is pretty good. You know, there's no such thing as perfect everywhere all the time. No one ever makes a mistake. Everything's elite at once. It just doesn't exist. You know, you got to stop demanding perfection when you got pretty good just hanging out with you. Rick, Mighty Bone Feliciano, Blitzkrieg smothering football. It was smothering. And look, I don't even know how many blitzes went to. I, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. I'm going to have to check out like Dave Lombardi or uh, little, little Matt Barrows who likes to track snap counts and things like that. How many blitzes did that 49ers defense actually even bother using today? Because it looks like they were just coming just, you know, just with four or five down linemen all day. Debo did a hell of a job uh, uh, being a decoy today. And obviously he wasn't at his 100% best. He was questionable throughout the week. And Kyle used him a little bit as a decoy. He also used him a little bit as a running back. He was not targeted. He was not thrown to. So I really think that Debo Samuel maybe a year or two ago, might have had a problem with an afternoon like today's afternoon. I don't think current Debo Samuel gives a damn that he didn't get targeted today. I don't, th- I don't think Debo Samuel wants to do anything other than get back to the NFC title game and we'll take it from there. That's what Debo Samuel wants. That's what he came back for. Not to have a big, decent game or an amount of touches that left him satisfied in week four against the Arizona Cardinals that is such small potatoes to the goal of this year. Mountain Cat. Purdy is the shit, dude. He was fantastic today. He was fantastic today. Why can't we get to the quarterback? Well, Brian, good question. I'm going to try to explain it. Uh, The defensive line had a great afternoon, a great afternoon today. And Josh Dobbs did a really nice job using their aggression against them, either getting the ball out really, really fast or keeping it in a read option and running away from trouble. Don't let the lack of, don't let that sack total bother you. Okay, they might not be getting to the quarterback, but at no point in time are you watching a comfortable pocket or a comfortable opponent. At no point in time do you see the other team's quarterback just having a yeah, no, no, no problems back here day. And I'm even going to attach that to Sam. Um, uh, oh God, I I I, I, I got to remember his name. Uh, 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 I, I'm totally blanking. 
Matthews, thank you very much. Hold on. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. God, I keep on saying <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford had a good week, but he got the ball out so fast that I, you know, he he had to do what he had to do to survive that game, and he looked good doing it. This was a really good afternoon for the 49ers. Hey, Damon, the Bears had that game in the back. Don't even get me going. Don't we're not talking about the Chicago Bears. Do not watch the Chicago Bears. Do not consume the Chicago Bears. They're not good for you. And look, the NFC West is looking pretty solid right now. Again, Rams won today. Uh, Seattle is uh, a, a, a team to be you know reckoned with on some level. And Arizona's better than everyone thought. And 49ers you know, fancy themselves one of the two best teams in the NFC. NFC West is legit. So if you had Darnold on your fantasy team, he would have gotten you a negative points for a two-point loss on that kneel down. Yeah, he would have, Albert, but if you started Sam Darnold, you deserved to lose that game anyways, didn't you? I'm not happy about the defense. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't be that worried about it. Gave up 16 points today. Cardinals might have moved the ball a little bit more than you thought they would. But I would not worry about it. Again, today was a day of handle your business. Handle your business. Find yourself 4-0 when the day is over and hopefully nobody gets hurt along the way to 4-0. I'm going to sound a little repetitive when I keep talking about this whole injury aspect to having a really good year. If the 49ers get out of any game with a win and mostly healthy, it was a great day of football. It was a great day of football. Because this team's season begins in the postseason, if we're being completely honest about it. Expectations could not be bigger, could not be higher. So just get there as healthy as you can to get yourself the best shot at it as you can. John R., D-line didn't show up at all. It just, it just goes to show you that a lot of people don't know what they're looking at. The defensive line did not have a bad afternoon today. Joshua Dobbs was not a comfortable quarterback. That was not a running game that executed in a way that made you think, oh, man, you know, Steve Wilkes and company had a bad afternoon. I mean, the defense allowed six points in the second half. Is that okay? Is that decent enough for you? Two quarters were shutout quarters. They allowed six points in the second half. It's not a bad day. Don Philip Don Michael Johnson Thomas says the 49ers offense is about to eclipse our defense. And that, my friends, is how you might go about winning the first Super Bowl of Kyle Shanahan's head coaching career. 
Because this defense pretty much shows up like this sort of week in, week out, doesn't it? It really does. They're good to go just about every single time we look at them. So it's really a question of, do you have that offense that can keep pressure on other teams at all times? And they got that. I put out a video this week saying this offense plays with violence. It was a violent offensive day. And this is without Debo being in tip-top shape or Kittle touching the ball more than once. Christian McCaffrey delivers so much violence in the way that he runs. He's something else. Brandon Ayuk today. Small guy. Violent. Things are looking good. Things are looking real, real good. Oh, Damon, Bears lost? Yeah, mm-hmm. they sure did. Defensive line play is so much more than sack. 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 It's pressure. It's pressure and how uncomfortable is the other guy. It's a good day. It was a good day. You know, the, the, the Cardinals were looking to take some shots, make some shots. As long as Dre Greenlaw's ankle is fine and dandy, today was pr- pretty good day for that defense. Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw were all over the field, all over the field today. Ricky C, Arizona's trying hard to cover. That minus 14 at the end there. Hey, God bless him. But speaking of trying to cover, you're going to do more than just try to cover if you are uh, rolling with my man Stefan at bottomlinebets.com. He's not trying to cover. He's trying to cash all these winners that he's got stacking up. Again, I put another video up on Facebook today. Or no, I put it on Twitter It's just him sitting there saying, this is the one that made me a little nervous, but he had the Arizona team total. He had the 49ers team total. He had the Chargers minus six today. Uh, I think he had the Cowboys over the Patriots. Like, he is just on fire. Daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions. Find out for yourself. If you just hear me talking about it and you're not making these plays, that's on you. How many of you out there actually are out there making bets? Are you winning each and every week? Yes or no? If it's no, check out my man, Stefan, at bottomlinebets.com because when someone asks him, are you winning every week? He says yes. And he's not just saying it. He's doing it. Damon, this is from the Niner Empire 101. Tickets for the Cowboys game right now going off at $300 a pop. You'll be lucky to sit in the upper, upper, upper deck for $300 a pop. For the Cowboys game, you want a good ticket? That thing's going to be really expensive. That's the most expensive ticket of the year probably in there. Forktail Devil. Shanahan and Purdy are pretty unstoppable together. Hey, you know, they'll, they'll start talking about you like that if you uh, go ahead and remain undefeated in all games you start and finish, like my man Otis Red says, and he's right. And Christian McCaffrey today scored a touchdown in 13 consecutive games. That's more than Jerry Rice ever did it. Something special is happening.
Franco. Good take, Damon. That's what we do over here. We deliver some good takes. And it's so nice to be back doing postgame again. Here we are. I'm like, I feel like I got my postgame legs back in me. Like I'm actually, I, I remember how to ride the bike again. I used to love doing postgame. Maybe more than any other aspect of any broadcast I ever had. Doing it again is so much fun. It's good to be back. I love reacting to something that just happened. Going with your gut a little bit. Oh, Paul, thank you so very much, by the way. A little jingle jangle right there. Paul and Kruger combo, the best first sip of the day. Oh, yes. We will be sipping acai bowls from Palmetto Superfoods tomorrow starting at 8 a.m. It is the 49ers Wake Up simulcast on Damon Bruce Plus and The Krug Show. Both of our channels is where you can find the best way to start your morning after any single 49ers game. Come to me and Larry. We're already beating both pretending to be sports talk radio stations. I say pretending because I'm not there. And if you're pretending to have the best station you can without me, you're going to find yourself losing to me. And that's the way it goes. All right. What are we looking at? Mark Sanchez moans too much. Yeah, he is a big uh, kind of guy. I'm not a big Mark Sanchez guy. Purdy had one had one throw and it was a really big completion of Brandon Ayuk that when he looks at the tape he's going to say, "Well, why did I let that go?" and thankfully I let that one go a little short and Ayuk came back to it and the double coverage which was over the top of him wasn't anywhere near the football because Ayuk had to come back to it a little bit but again even that was a completion today for Brock Purdy 20 of 21 again what am I going to complain about 20 of 21 I didn't like that one throw very much okay great thank you very much for coming oh god I didn't like the one throw at all you would be watching the uh the post game saying larry just asked kyle shanahan if he talked to brock about his one incompletion <laughs> you gonna talk to brock about that one incompletion just go right into the film room start studying what could have gone better look at this look at this <laughs> 